0: Now at five, the president heading overseas. What's part of the U.S. agreement with Israel to try and stop the violence?
1: And a warming trend is underway after a very
2: chilly start this morning. Your first morning forecast is coming up. Plus, how long it could take for Austin to find a new city manager.
0: The president just took off for Israel amidst escalating violence. Thanks for being with us tonight. I'm Britt Moreno.
2: And I'm Daniel And President Biden is reportedly traveling with a message of support for Israel, but he's also determined to get humanitarian aid to the civilians in Gaza.
0: The Palestinian leader will reportedly not participate now after a devastating explosion at a hospital in Gaza. Here's Alice Barr
3: new horror in the middle east as the palestinian health ministry says hundreds of people have been killed in a blast at a hospital in gaza that was sheltering not just patients but civilians seeking safety Hamas militants and the Israeli military trading blame for the devastation that's raising the stakes in the bloody conflict and threatening diplomacy, just as President Biden heads to Israel. Making sure that he continues to send a strong signal of support uh, to Israel, obviously, as they continue to defend themselves.
2: Good to see you again. Good
3: U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Jordan greeting the Palestinian Authority president as Blinken continues an urgent diplomatic tour seeking to keep the conflict from spreading to surrounding countries. After a marathon meeting with Israel's Prime Minister yesterday, Secretary Blinken announced a U.S.-Israel agreement to help humanitarian aid reach civilians in Gaza amid ongoing airstrikes and severe shortages of food, water and medical supplies.
0: Now nowhere to go, nowhere safe.
3: Egypt's Rafa border crossing to get supplies in and people out remains closed. While in Israel, the families of hostages taken in the brutal Hamas terror attack grow more desperate by the day. I'm begging the world to bring my baby back home. 21-year-old Mia Shem shown under duress in the first hostage video released by Hamas as the militant group signals it may be willing to free civilian hostages, including American citizens. President Biden to ramp up the pressure for their release when he meets with regional leaders in Jordan, a Middle East trip rife with security and political challenges. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News.
2: And about 2,000 U.S. troops have been told to be on standby to potentially deploy to countries near Israel. Meantime, on Capitol Hill, bipartisan Senate leaders are pushing for a new aid package for Israel ASAP.
0: Also on Capitol Hill, the vote for a House Speaker. Here's what we know so far tonight. Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio fell short on that first round of voting for Speaker. He was nominated last week to be Speaker after House Majority Leader Steve Scalise of Louisiana withdrew from the race. SO HOW MANY VOTES ARE NEEDED TO BE HOUSE SPEAKER? JORDAN WILL LIKELY NEED 217 AND ONLY GOT 200 ON THE FIRST BALLOT. DEMOCRATS ARE BACKING HOUSE MINORITY LEADER Hakeem JEFFRIES OF NEW YORK. REPUBLICAN REPRESENTATIVE MATT GATES OF FLORIDA TRIGGERED THE RACE WHEN HE MOVED TO OUST KEVIN MCCARTHY AS HOUSE SPEAKER AND WON A MAJORITY VOTE WHEN ALL DEMOCRATS AND EIGHT REPUBLICANS VOTED AGAINST MCCARTHY. JORDAN HAS BEEN AN ALLY OF FORMER PRESIDENT DONALD TRUMP who endorsed him for that job.
2: Well, the family of the six-year-old Palestinian American boy killed in what police believe was a hate crime in Illinois. Well, his family remembered him last night. Friends and family gathered for a traditional dinner less than two hours after Wadia Al-Fayoumi was laid to rest. More than 100 people gathered to celebrate his life. They say Wadia was a happy child who loved soccer and Legos and who had grown close to the neighbor and landlord accused of attacking him and his mother. His mother was also stabbed, but is expected to survive. Wadia's father said his son's last words were, I'm fine, mama. The 71-year-old suspect remains in jail on murder, attempted murder, and hate crime charges.
0: Former President Donald Trump is back in a Manhattan courtroom for a civil fraud trial. Trump is accused of misrepresenting his net worth to the tune of billions. Mr. Trump, his company, and his two adult sons are the target of the lawsuit. Before entering the courtroom, the former president spoke with reporters, talking about the attorney general bringing the charges against him and the judge and speaking out against a partial gag order placed on him in his federal election interference trial. He ruled against me. He ruled fraud. I mean he said fraud, they are the fraudulent people. Because they
2: ruled a the house that was worth eighteen, they put down is worth 18 million and it's worth maybe close to a hundred times that amount.
0: Mr. Trump is in under partial gag orders in multiple cases. All of those orders only prohibit him from speaking out against certain court staff and potential witnesses.
1: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, wonderful to see the coldest morning of the season so far early today. Many of us woke up in the 40s, but look at this. A handful of unpopulated hill country valleys and creeks were near freezing. 34 degrees from San Saba County even to Jollyville in the Austin Metro. 34 also in Tau and on Willow Creek. Since then, though, winds have done a 180, and the several days of cool northerly flow has come to an end. A south wind blowing gently at 5 to 10 miles per hour, but this is kickstarting a really big warming trend over the next few days. What a gorgeous view. Aside from the traffic here at the Pennybacker Bridge, Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam at 77 on Lake Austin. Coming up, I'll show you how quick we warm up with record high temperatures in the forecast, and also a big change in the weather pattern next week.
0: David, thank you so much. Austin City Council is on the search for its next city manager. The council could vote Thursday to work with search firm Mosaic Public Partners to find the right person. The mayor says that's the same firm that helped bring in several previous Austin leaders, including former police chief Joseph Chacon. Now the search could take three to four months to find a city manager.
2: We're not tying ourselves down, but it is important for us to have these sorts of timeframes in our head and be able to, to move uh, forward, be
0: safe. Austin City Council and the mayor let go of former city manager Spencer Crunk earlier this year. Jesus Garza is serving as the interim city manager right now.
2: Well, new funding in Travis County will help remove financial barriers for DWI offenders seeking counseling and treatment. Travis County's DWI court program has operated for 15 years, offering help to high-risk offenders. And today, commissioners accepted up to $11,000 in funding from Austin Public Health to buy alcohol monitors for those who can't afford the devices. The monitors are a mandatory aspect of the program that officials say enforces accountability and an alcohol-free treatment process.
3: People are struggling out there, and just this little bit will help them hopefully um, relieve some of the stress that gets them in this situation. Uh,
2: the DWI court program will celebrate its next round of graduates in a ceremony next week. The program has a graduation rate of more than 90%. Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson has more details on the program's treatment work online right now at KXAN.com.
0: Inside Austin police training, the skills officers are learning to de escalate situations in the real world.
2: And a man's body mistaken for a Halloween prop. What police are saying about what went wrong.
0: There is a critical gap in learning when it comes to training police officers how to handle a person who's behaving erratically but not armed with a weapon. So the Austin Police Department designed a de-escalation training program for its officers to try to fill that gap, and they invited us to training today. Check it out. It's called ICAT training, and it stands for Integrating Communications Assessment and Tactics. Today, the department used a simulator. It's five large screens that allow officers to practice de-escalation a tense situation. There are more than 300 situations from which to choose. APD says the training is improving de-escalation in the real world. Officers will do the training multiple times as it is updated, or if an officer has a deficiency in one area, their commander can send them back to get more ICAT training.
2: A North Carolina family is wondering why their loved one's body was mistaken for a Halloween decoration and left sitting for days. They now want to know how he died and why it wasn't reported to police sooner. The last time family saw, 34-year-old Robert Owens was on Sunday, October 1st. It wasn't until a week later that police found his body. Police say he had little clothing on and was face down in the grass outside of a home that family says has been empty for some time and a house Owens never visited. Police told the family that he had defensive wounds on his body and they also say a lawn care worker mowed around the body thinking that it was a Halloween prop. Police are still investigating what exactly happened.
0: Coming up, Georgetown asking voters for a chunk of money as part of its November bond election. We break down the propositions and what it means for you if it passes.
1: And high temperatures today in Austin only in the 70s. That was our ninth blue box or cooler than normal day so far this month. As far as rain, we could use more of that during what's typically a stormy month. Only one day in October with measurable rain so far in Austin. But that could change. We'll look toward a big warm-up and some rain down the pipeline coming up.
2: A growing population is what the city of Georgetown says is the biggest driver behind a $130 million bond package.
0: KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with city leaders who explain what changes could be coming if voters give the go-ahead this November.
1: The bond proposition is absolutely driven by
4: growth. We've- Georgetown City Manager David Morgan says Prop A of this year's bond election would let Georgetown build a one-stop shop for its city services. He says the $56 million project would consolidate city services like billing and planning into one customer service center. Right now, the city has to rent out space for some of those offices.
1: We just uh, uh, frankly run out of space.
4: Prop B would expand this rec center off Austin Avenue. If approved, changes would also be made to the center's indoor pool and parking lot. And a third gym would be built. Prop C aims to give cats, dogs, and staff at the Georgetown Animal Shelter more space. Uh, We have 37 dog kennels, and in September we peaked at 51 dogs. If passed, the city could expand the existing shelter or join the Williamson County Regional Animal Shelter. April Hoy says accommodating more animals with limited space has been a challenge. So you see an increased number of behavior problems, And you see increased outbreak of illness. And then for the staff and the volunteers, it it also becomes very overwhelming and very stressful. And Prop D would let the city build a jointly owned YMCA center on the west side of town. Morgan says as the population has grown, so has the demand for recreation.
1: This last summer we had over 500 uh, youth that were on waiting lists for camps.
4: In Georgetown, Mercedes Hernandez,
0: KXAN News this georgetown bond would not increase the tax rate that's one thing to know and travis county will also hold a bond election in november it will include over 509 million dollars for two propositions now prop a includes over 230 million for roadway capacity and bicycle and pedestrian safety projects, Prop B includes over $276 million for parks and conservation easement projects.
2: Also in November, Williamson County voters will decide if more than $800 million in road improvements will get funding. There were 38 road projects in the bond program that will be on the ballot. Uh, some of the standouts include widening Ronald Reagan Boulevard from RM3405 uh, to Sun City Boulevard. Another would be improved at FM 1431 and Highway 183 now history has shown Williamson County voters support these types of measures voters approved bonds in the years 2000 2006 2013 and 2019 don't forget, KXAN is your local election headquarters. We have all the information you need from local to national races so you can make an educated decision on your ballot. That's, of course, is at KXAN.com.
0: Well, yesterday, a small sense of normalcy. For many in Lahaina, students and teachers went back to school for the first time since the deadly wildfires. The school day began with an emotional assembly. Health officials say the ash tested from the Kula cool fire found extremely high levels of arsenic along with other chemicals. But education officials told parents and staff and all the students that campuses were deep cleaned and have hepa air filters inside and even sensors that will ping environmental leaders if it senses an unhealthy air quality now at the end of the school day people waited outside to give students and staff some treats.
2: Well, let's check in with David now And another perfect fall day so far oh, out there. Yeah. Did you guys have your jackets on this morning? we did, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the first time I switched the
1: heater on. It was very yeah. exciting.
0: You didn't. <laughs> You're screaming Texan now. I, I love
1: it. Now it's going off. But hey, it was cold <laughs> this morning. Look at this. At the airport, it was four degrees shy of tying a record low, bottoming out at 39 over there in Dell Valley. That is nearly 20 degrees colder than the airport's average low for today's date. But now we're switching the ACs back on because a dramatic warming trend. Trend is quietly beginning. We've got a light south wind out there under sunny skies on the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center cam. That is warming temperatures compared to yesterday, two, three, even nine degree jump compared to 24 hours ago. That means we're in the mid 70s to near 80, 80 out in Mason and San Saba, but some of that cooler air is still lingering in our eastern counties, mid 70s from Lockhart to Bastrop all the way up to Lee County. The pollen count actually taking a little break compared to yesterday. The same three allergens are still low, but a couple of these, including fall elm, are trending lower, likely due to less wind than we had 24 hours ago. The clouds and radar all across the state looking very calm. What we have happening over the next few days is an upper-level high pressure, kind of like the summer heat dome, but of course in a weaker autumn version, building in from the southwest. This is going to keep the sun out and keep our temperatures steadily Climbing. So, tonight, another nice night, but not quite as cold as last night. By morning, light south winds and clear skies, 40s to lower 50s for many of us, maybe some middle and upper 50s west of I-35, where the warmer air is blowing in a little more quickly. Tomorrow afternoon, a 10-degree jump compared to today, middle-upper 80s, and the warm-up only continues for your Formula One U.S. Grand Prix plans at COTA this weekend. We've raised your forecast highs to 94 for practice on Friday night. on Saturday. Dry sunshine continues with just a few more clouds coming in Sunday for the race on Sunday afternoon. After unseasonable heat though through the weekend a big change could be coming our way. Now let me start off by saying this happens kind of at the end of the seven day forecast or even beyond the seven day so please check back for updates but this is a big enough deal to talk about so here we go early next week this is still in the next seven days a low pressure system or a trough in the jet stream if you will builds in from the west coast and it may scoop up what's left of a by then Pacific hurricane the combination of a trough of low pressure and some tropical moisture from the Pacific this is a classic way to get October rain here in Texas and if it comes together right next Tuesday Wednesday and maybe even Thursday we could have some nice soaking rain across our area of course since we're looking eight or nine days out it's really a waste of time to look at specific rain totals, timing, where it falls. But what we can tell you is that, like yesterday, we are optimistic for some wetter weather at the end of next week and maybe even wetter than normal for the last week of October standards. This is great news because even if it messes with your rush hour commute, let's say, October is typically a month when the lake levels go up and they just haven't or we continue to be in real trouble with this multi-year drought. Tonight's forecast, nice clear conditions with a light south wind, 51 degrees, not quite as cold as the mid-40s we saw last night in town. Tomorrow's forecast, big warm up to 85 with gusty south winds up to 20, 25 miles an hour. And look at the temperatures climb from there. 90s the day after tomorrow, 94 on Friday. Next week, the clouds start to come in on Sunday and Monday. Rain chances up to 40% on Tuesday. We'll keep you posted on that big change in the weather next week
2: right here and on KXAN.com. Those driverless cars that you see driving around are under investigation. The concerns over pedestrian safety. Tonight on Nightly News from Israel, I speak to a mother whose missing daughter has emerged on a Hamas hostage video, what she says about her daughter's apparent condition and the message she hopes she'll hear. Also, we preview the president's visit to Israel when we see you back here tonight. U.S. regulators are investigating General Motors' cruise autonomous vehicles over pedestrian concerns. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says the reports involve the vehicles creeping up on pedestrians in or entering roadways, including crosswalks, raising the risk of someone being hit. The administration says it's received two reports of pedestrian injuries from cruise vehicles. It's also identified two other incidents from videos posted to public websites, but the official number is unknown. A cruise spokesperson said, quote, Cruise's safety record continues to outperform comparable human drivers at a time when pedestrian injuries and deaths are at an all time high.
0: We were expecting a busy weekend at the airport due to Austin city limits, and guess what? We got it. New airport statistics show yesterday being the second busiest day of all time at the Austin airport with 38,000 passengers. That knocks last Monday to third place. October 24th, 2022 remains on top. That was the Monday after F1, and with F1 this weekend, we'll see if we break a new record so far this year. The airport has seen over 14.5 million passengers, and that number is on track to set a new year yearly record and again remember next weekend is formula one and we're watching it closely that could be a busy one
2: well Ascension Seton and Round Rock is growing the hospital today announced a 230 million dollar expansion to try and meet the needs of the growing area now this is a photo of what it's expected to look like it's going to include a six-story tower with about 216,000 square feet which will house new operating rooms more department space more beds It'll also include the build-out of the nearby Ascension-Seaton Medical Plaza to add more outpatient and rehab care. Ascension-Seaton-Williamson says it expects to add more than 400 new positions as well. Well, coming up tonight on KXAN, you can catch a new episode of The Voice at 7 o'clock, followed by a new episode of Found at 9 o'clock, and then we're back with more news at 10.
0: Or join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin, and here's where to find us.